Girl Savage Life TV here, and welcome in, welcome in, y'all. It is the season finale, and yes, you are listening to UFC, aka your fave creative, and I hope, I just hope, I'm your fave by now, but regardless if I'm not, I'm just here to share my creative journey with y'all in hopes to relate and hopes to inspire, you know, whichever you desire, just, just whichever one, right? Come on now, episode 10, wow, it's not a lot, it is not a lot, I know, but we're here and we made it. First of all, apologies for not having this episode released this past Monday. I had a very busy week prior and y'all are gonna know all about it. But I just, I couldn't find the time to squeeze this in before that busy week. So we're, we're here, we're here, you know? So I just want to say again, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning into the first season, for hearing me out. I really hope you found some knowledge, were inspired, felt relatable, and even entertained throughout this whole season. If you thought it was good, oh buddy. It's going up from here. As mentioned before, I'm just taking a small break to reset. I'm all about prioritizing your mental health. So with anything, I encourage breaks so you're not overworking yourself. You're not stressing yourself out way too much, putting too much on your plate to where you can't eat it all, you know? Life is not about the constant work and hustle. It's about living. It's about enjoying the simple things, right? And being in a capitalist society conditions you to think that you have to keep going all the time, 24 seven. Like, no, we're not robots. The fuck? We always need that time to ourselves. Protect your fucking mental always and forever. But anyway, let's, 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 let's get into the antics of the season finale. We got more than one topic to cover. We got some vocabs to go over. So we got a lot going on. So buckle up, bud. We're going full throttle in this bitch. All right, y'all. She's been here every week and crushing it, giving us that knowledge we never knew we needed. Everyone, put your hands together for the one, the only vocab Wow. So last vocab of the season. Are you nervous? No. All right. Love to hear it. So. B to the V of the week was between pliable and lugubrious. And the winner was lugubrious, lugubrious. Hey yo, lugubrious, right? Like it sounds like a name you would want to say in that way. Like if they're down the street and you're like, hey yo, lugubrious. And they're like, yo, you know, like one of those things. Anyway, lugubrious, that's L-U-G-U-B-R-I-O-U-S. And guess what? It's an adjective. I mean, it's only right to end this season with another adjective as we learned so many. Anyway, it means looking sad and gloomy. Like, man, you look a little lugubrious today. Are you, are you okay? You sound a little lugu. You can always talk to me. Look, personally, I try to avoid looking lugubrious with my friends if I'm going through something. I mean, that's, I feel like that's everybody, but you know, if I'm going through something, I keep that to myself. Like, you will not see me. You won't see me. And I know I can always talk to them if needed, but typically I just like to handle my shit solo. So if I'm ever out and acting lugubrious, that's a big indicator that Sav is not the regular Sav we all know and love. I mean, shit, anyone could be lugubrious. Like, even when you get some sad, unexpected news. Perfect example, perfect example, and I'm gonna get a little sad here. Y'all, Mac Miller was one of my favorite artists of all time. Like, I listened to him when he was Easy Mac, yo, but when he passed, it was on my ex's birthday, and I was immediately 
lugubrious like oh. immediately we were at the beach and everything and everything just flipped you know and i just didn't even want to celebrate anymore i just wanted to go home and cry i felt like i knew mac i grew up listening to him listened to every project he put out knew him from his beginnings to his death like that shit really hurt yo and i just remember listening to him walking around the streets of santa barbara all lugubriously like man that was a really rough time until this day when i see videos and posts about him i can just cry easily so rest in peace mac you are very very missed very 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 missed <sighs> very missed man oh, okay God. anyway give me a second Woo! okay all right y'all so word of the week is lugubrious take it home tell your friends what we're talking about today because hello season finale like every season finale of a show you never know what's gonna happen okay okay all right we're having so much fun here okay so first of all first of all i went over 10 vocabs in this season and i hope they were all new words for ya. but just for the sake of the season finale we're gonna go through them off real quick you know just in case you forgot them this season we learned platitude, which are basically cliches. We learned pusillanimous, which means lacking courage and resolution. We learned intransigent, which means refusing to change your opinion. We also learned ostentatious, which means intended to attract notice, like you're showy, you know, you're, so, you're flashy, right? We learned ersatz, remember that? Meaning used as a substitute. For example, vegan food can be called ersatz food, right? Ignominous in the house. We learned ignominous, which means embarrassing. We learned taciturn, which means uncommunicative in speech. We also learned ribald, which means humorously vulgar and or offensive speech. Last week or the week before, I should say, we learned pulchritude, which means physical beauty. And the last word of the season was lugubrious. Wow, give it up. Give it up. You learned something here, hopefully. Hopefully you did. You know, and if you did, I love it all and love it the most. Not for real. Not for real. Yeah, yay for learning, okay? Because if you're not in school like me, then life is your teacher. And sometimes life can be a bitch, right? So if I could be there and help ease the learning process with just, you know, a few vocab words here and there, then hey, I did my job. I did part of my job. I did something that I think is a job and I think and I hope you're grateful for it. But anyway, anyway, can I just say real quick, those claps sound like some ass clapping, bro. <laughs> I kept going over. I'm like, yo, this sounds this sounds like some sexual shit right now. So those were the 10 vocab words of the season hey you know do me a favor okay use them just 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 use them know when to use them you're gonna sound so smart and not only sound smart but be smart you know so you can be at the dinner table on some like hmm. everything all right peter well lois since you asked i find this meatloaf rather shallow and pedantic all right so let's just throw in the transition music here since i'm gonna switch gears so stick around for what's next on today's season finale y'all the reason why this episode was late was because yo girl went to new york for the first time for new york fashion week wow this experience has changed 
everything. I mean everything. First of all, first of all, shout out to Runway 7 Fashion. They invited me out, got me some tickets to see their show on the 9th. When I got those tickets, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go to New York. I'm going to be by myself and I'm going to have a grand old time. And guess what? Guess the fuck what I did and then some. Second of all, I always knew I would love New York. I just didn't know I would love it this much. Like, like this fucking much. I am just thinking about this city ever since I left, like every day, looking over my videos, like, damn, I wish I was there again. Third of all, the energy, the hustle and bustle, the aesthetic, the people, the city life itself, one word, one word, immaculate. I-M-M-A-C-U-L-A-T-E, immaculate. So let me break down on why I love New York so much. For those who don't know, I currently live in LA, but I am from the Bay Area. Like that? Yep, yep. Specifically Antioch, so East Bay, but don't count us out. I always say wherever the bay touches is still the bay. And in Antioch's case, we have the Delta, which is the bay. So, you know, whatever. Regardless of how east I was, I would be in San Francisco and Berkeley all the damn time. Like my formative years were on those streets, getting into shit, getting the best weed. <laughs> oh my God, who remembers CBCB? In Berkeley, I'm pretty sure they're still open. But yo, that was the first dispensary I went to and I always went to because their prices were lit. Like if I didn't do anything one day, you, I'm going to Berkeley to get some weed and going to Fish Ranch and just chilling, getting, getting some cream, right? I hope I spark some memories out there, man. But anyway, I digress a bit. Basically, New York reminds me of San Francisco. Matter of fact, New York reminds me of the Bay in general, like with all its bridges and whatnot. It's just way bigger and denser, but overall, it felt so familiar when I was there. Navigating around was easy peasy, and I don't have a car, so I take the train and bus everywhere in LA, and doing that in New York was just too easy. Their train system is way cleaner than the Bay and, and LA combined, like what? Air-conditioned subways? Air-conditioned subways, bro, get the f out of here, yo. That is the most nicest shit I've ever been in. Like, what? The train station itself will be very fucking hot. But the but the but the train? When the when the air come, oh boy, that was some different shit, okay? So New York is honestly perfect for me in my dreams, man. Now being out there for fashion week is a whole different ball game. The show I went to was in Sony Hall, right in Manhattan. Yo girl was a VIP, so I got a little swag bag. And I sat in the fourth row, met some great people next to me, had a great time. This show featured four dope designers, such as Funari, The Taylory, Newbie Collection, and Actively Black. Now, Actively Black was my favorite brand. They really showed the fuck out, the visuals, the messages behind each collection they brought out. Everything about them was so dope, high energy, original. They got the most praise, like it was just, very inspirational stuff. Now the day of the show, which was a Friday, I wanted to go all out because originally I was leaving on that Saturday, but yo, that day, prior to the show, yo girl was walking around Soho, saw the Brooklyn Bridge, Wall Street, Statue of Liberty, all on foot. I mean, I took the train there, you know, but I was walking all around. So after the show, the VIPs, including me, had the free access to go to this nightclub. So that was the night's plan. Y'all, when I tell y'all I took the 30 minute train ride back to Washington Heights from Manhattan, I was beat. I was beat. I did not go back out. I was going back and forth though. I will say I was, I kept going up like, I wanna go, I wanna go out. But then I'd get tired. I'm like, no, I'm really fucking tired. Like I can't do it. So 
Because of that, I ended up changing my flight to Sunday, booked a hotel literally in the middle of Manhattan that was so cheap for Saturday night. It just felt meant to be, honestly, how everything kind of aligned and fell in my lap just felt meant to be like I was... Like I was meant to stay there, you know, longer. So Saturday I went back to Soho, love that place. Love, love, love that place. Soho, ho, I love it so much. Like, holy shit. Went to some pop-ups. There was a weed event happening. I got some New York weed and hey, it wasn't bad. The pedestrian says the weed was all right, okay? Met some locals on a rooftop. We got some drinks, got some food in Williamsburg. They were showing me around, around. I really felt like a local, like it was just a regular night in New York, man. So to recap, the whole trip was a whole 10 out of 10. 20 out of 10 if I could rank it. And leaving JFK on Sunday, I literally shedded some tears, man. Like, oh my God. Because I know, I know New York is always going to be there. But y'all, I really found the next city I'm going to live in. I found my next frontier. It felt like I was leaving home. Like, I belong in New York. How the f- in the three days I was there, I got used to the subways, learned my way around the city, met some locals who reassured me that I need to live there because of my career. Felt like a whole New Yorker to where someone literally said, wow, I thought you were from here. You had that vibe. Like that's a whole ass compliment to me, bro. Like holy shit, man. I went to New York by myself with no friends and left with 10 new friends, like who I will definitely see again when I'm out there. I just, just can't stop thinking about that city. So if you've never been and you love, or at least know that city life where you can tolerate it and you know, honestly, you'll have a great time in New York. And be like a New York when you're there. Like, take the trains and shit. I only did Lyft once. Man, I can go on forever and ever. But just know, Sav moving to New York is happening in the future for sure. Just wait. Till I give my money right. And I'm out there. And I want to come to New York the right way. Like, when I live out there, Worthy Op is going to be known for sure. So then, hey, from New York Fashion Week to Paris Fashion Week. Come on now, let's dream big. Let's dream big over here. We about to go crazy when we go to the East Coast, man. Hey y'all. So basically today I want to touch on creating your personal brand, finding your groove and how you want to be known in the world. Now I'm speaking from the experience of still building my personal brand. Like I'm not someone who's super established and trying to give lessons from top down. No, 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 no. You know, I'm your neighborhood creative here. You're my peer. I'm your peer. We're on the same level here. So let's get into it. For me, Savage Life TV is my personal brand. It's my alter ego for the world in a sense. I created this name in 2020 when my Instagram was a Finsta, fun fact. But if you knew me from back then, boy, I was entertaining as the f- I can confidently say that through my posts and my stories, man, I had some shit to say, dancing, whatever. Like, bro, I was a whole ass goofball to the ones that really knew me, right? And during that time, I was finally healing from a toxic relationship, getting back to who I really was before all that bullshit. Like, I forgot I was funny, to be honest. Like, I naturally, naturally like to entertain and make people laugh. That's really who I am. And so, Savage Life TV is a play on phrase of my real name, which is Savage Vita. I go by Sav now, which can be short for Savage. My last name, Vita, is life in Spanish. And I love my name. Trust me, I do. My name is like, whoa, you know? But as entertaining as I can be, I'm 
like a walking TV show. So if you're tuned in with me, you'll have some fun and I'll make sure of it. So don't you worry. So back to it. 2021 is when I really wanted to push myself as Savage Life TV on Instagram as a brand, as a TV channel, but on IG, providing you with content you never thought you needed until you tuned in. I started off with a few segments like tryouts with Sav, where I promoted my homies' brands and businesses. I actually need to get back to that, but you know, imposter syndrome, she's such a bitch, right? We hate her, we don't like her. We just, she just get out, you know? She, she's been hindering a lot of things, but anyway. I also featured voiceover animations, a skit series called Convos with Sav, where I'm basically talking to three of myself in a Zoom call. All of this is there on Instagram, savagelife.tv on IG is where you could find me. I've been saying this, but no, that's, that's where they all live, right, for now. Aside from doing this for fun, I'm mainly doing this to further my vision of what my personal brand is all about, which you can sum it up as entertainment, right? My own TV channel, my own TV show, all of that. I am creating my own lane in this industry. I'm not trying to be like anybody else but myself because that's the one thing I know for sure I'm good at is being myself, even though I'm still in the process of building my personal brand and being known for it. I'm learning the main takeaways are consistency for sure and finding your own lane. Listen, consistency is hard to do, but it is crucial to pushing your unique brand style in the world and getting known for it. And consistency doesn't just mean the frequency of your posts, but in the way you make your posts, if you are a personal brand, the way you showcase yourself, the way you promote yourself, all needs to have a consistent, image. For example, I have a logo for Savage Life TV that I made that I'll use on my stories from time to time, you know, tell people that thanks for tuning in, like check out these latest like skits that I did type shit, you know, like I'll use the same logo in animations and skits and vlogs everywhere. That's my way of showing consistency for my personal brand. So it's like, I'm not just Savage Life TV for fun. I'm Savage Life TV for a purpose, a vision, if you will. And if you have a certain style on how you write, post, edit pictures, videos, use logos, literally anything that, that you keep using because you like that aesthetic for yourself, that's your personal branding. That's what makes you you. To help with post consistency, right? I recommend having a content calendar and that's just basically using a regular, regular calendar, one on your phone or in person, whatever, scheduling out the days that you wanna post certain content and be easy on yourself. You could slowly get into a more consistent version of yourself. You don't have to be that right away. It can be super overwhelming if you're not used to your workflow and meeting deadlines for yourself. Trust me, I used to fill up my calendar with all the things I need to do for all three of my brands, Savage Life, Worthy Op, Operations, and I would just be so overwhelmed, end up not meeting certain timelines, certain deadlines, and being really hard on myself for that. And that's just not the way to go. You can't force yourself from jump. You gotta gradually get there. So now I don't overbook myself in my schedule. And because of that, I'm able to plan things more clearly, more confidently, more realistically with my schedule. Again, all this takes practice. I'm still learning how I am and how I work, you know? And the most important thing in doing this, do not compare yourself with anybody else and how much they're pushing content. A lot of people that look like it, this content shit is easy, they have teams. They have people they can rely on content creation. It's gonna look way easier for them to push it out because they have a whole team. But if it's just you starting out or your team is new and starting out as well, take the time you need to prepare yourself for consistency. 
Create a clear, concise content plan and allow yourself ample, realistic time to meet the deadlines. Remember that it's not a race, it's a marathon and you're the only one running in your lane. Oh, wow, that was like perfect timing. I was done and then you came up. So, wow. I think that's the first and ever time that that was just like perfect timing. I could be wrong, but it would make sense on the season finale. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. You know, again, I'm still, you know, creating my personal brand, but um, if I could offer any advice in doing this in this process, that's pretty much it. Consistency and finding your own lane. You know, you got this. You got this. And this advice can apply to just anything you're doing. I feel like consistency and finding your own lane is helpful in any aspect of your creative career. Look, this is the last episode. And you know what? If you made it this far, if you've been listening for me from the jump, I really, really appreciate y'all. I told y'all, I told y'all some tips on how to deal with imposter syndrome, you know, creative blocks, you know, how to have a nine to five and being an entrepreneur, all these things, you know, and I'm not perfect. We're all not perfect. But if I could, again, offer some little bit of advice and things that I know that I'm doing to pass to anybody else, I am more than happy to. But God damn it. I am sad that we're we're closing up here. We are closing in. It's closing time. One last cup of alcohol, so finish your whiskey or beer. Jesus, Jesus Christ, y'all. Thank you again for listening in. Thank you for this awesome season one. I really hope you took some things away, you know, and savagelife.tv on IG is where you can find me. Yeah, but I will be back soon. Don't you worry, I'll be back soon. Love y'all, love y'all the most.